building relationships at work is hard. There's no, there's no way to break it down in any other way. It's a difficult thing to do. It's hard to maintain. It's a constant battle to make sure that you've got great contacts, deep relationships, and are doing everything you can to be able to build the strongest relationship you can to get the best results that you can. One of the many tools that's available in your tool belt to be able to try to tackle how do you build and develop relationships are one-on-ones. Today on the Practicing Leader podcast, we'll be talking about that topic. Let's discuss. Today we'll be discussing one-on-ones and the specific type of one-on-one we'll be talking about is about a peer one-to-one where you're having a conversation, not with someone that reports to you, but with somebody that is um, a peer to you or a colleague. One-on-ones are a great way in order to be able to build great communication and great collaboration with individuals, as well as to be able to share how you're empathetic to how they do their work and how they actually deliver on capabilities, as well as an opportunity to be able to appreciate the work that they may have done as well. We'll be going into each of these three topics one by one, and we'll talk about them a little bit in each in each of these cases. Before we go any further, let's go ahead and start off with something super easy. I've gone and put together a quick template for you. If you go to the practicingleader.com slash easier one-on-ones, you can go ahead and download this quick checklist where you can have topics for discussion, how do you actually have conversations, things you can start off and kick off conversations with folks that you work with as a way to build a build and develop a relationship with them. This is just a way for people that are getting started to be able to have an easy way to be able to tackle how do you have one-on-ones if you've never had them before. And a way for you to be able to have something that you can point at and look at and say, okay, well, how do I have this conversation? What do I do? How do I do this? This gives you a quick way to be able to do that. Just go to thepracticingleader.com slash easier one-on-ones to get your free download. As you're building relationships with your colleagues, what you're looking to do is try to build a deeper relationship with them. That way, if as an example, if you're working with somebody and there's a problem, rather than them going to your manager, they reach out to you and they say, hey, you know what, John, I got a problem. I need your help. This is what I ran into. Can I get your help to try to fix that? You'll end up with a better result by them reaching out to you versus going and leaving a bad review, going and talking to your management, who knows what somebody else could do in order to be able to try to affect the change that they're looking for because that's the only path that they know. Part of the benefit of building relationships with these with these other individuals, whether it be a partner, whether it be another company, whether that be a coworker, is to give them options as to who they can work with because it'll help you achieve better results. The side effect of this is you actually have a partner in somebody in somebody else in trying to achieve the same result. You're both aiming for the same goals. And if that's the case, you have a chance to be able to build out either a better product, they get the sale, or if it's a, hey, there's a conflict that's occurring between yourself and somebody else, they're coming to you and having that conversation and say, you know what, I really didn't like the way you, t- you did X. When you did that, it left me feeling this way. What can we do differently next time? Rather than saying, hey, boss, this guy's a problem. Could you, could you, could you go take care of that for me? Because I don't, know, I don't know what to do with that guy because I can't work with him. Because that's the end result we're all trying to avoid. As we build these collaborations and we build this way to be able to work well with others, you're going to find that you'll either you know work together in different sales capacities or you'll work together in different projects or on tasks. And what you're trying to do is build this level of trust amongst you and this other individual. 
Because the thing that you're looking for at the end of this is you've got a trusting individual on the other side that you can work with. This is where there's some give and take that you can do in order to be able to try to establish that. Whether it is, hey, you commit to doing something and you do what you say and you say what you do. Having that be something that is consistent is going to be able to show them like, hey, they, they, their, their word means something. So I should be able to trust what they say and I should be able to follow up with them. And as you build that relationship over time, you'll actually get more trust from them and then you'll find that your relationship has deepened as a result. As you're having one-on-ones with individuals, as you're talking to them and saying, hey, what projects are you working on? What, thing is your, what things are important to you? What problems are you running into? Is there something I can help you with? You know, try to be both generous, both with your time and with your knowledge. You're going to find that you're an, you are able to have good conversation with them because what will end up happening is they'll ask you questions. They'll want to find out about what you're doing. What are you working on? And then saying, okay, are there commonalities here? And you may find that, you know what? I don't have anything in common. Or alternatively, like, hey, we both play the same board game. That's great. We should talk about that sometimes. But this is where you have that opportunity to be able to say, okay, well, can you build some commonalities with that individual and using one-on-ones as a tool to be able to do that? One-on-ones could be focused, and you're thinking when thinking about it from the perspective of colleague to colleague, not a manager and employee relationship. We'll talk about that at another time. Is you're trying to build that camaraderie with that individual. You're trying to build this spirit, uh, spirit of core where you're trying to say, hey, how do we build a team or a culture that we want to be able to work in or want to be able to work, work towards? That's common to both of us because that's really the goal. You're really not looking to say, okay, well, I want to make you, I, I'm looking to have you go do stuff for me and that's really all I'm really looking for. All I'm, really looking for. I'm not going to be able to convince you to be able to just go, just go do stuff. So can you just take care of stuff for me? No one's going to really listen to that. No one's going to help, want to help you with anything. But if you come in offering something, this is where I think there's an opportunity to be able to build a deeper relationship. You'll see this is a common thread as we're going through some of these examples of things that you can do. Asking about a people proje- people's projects, asking about the work that they're doing, what kind of interests do they have, or what kind of stuff do they do in their spare time. Within reason, you're not looking to, you know, you're not looking to pry, but you just have a conversation and you, and you talk about it over time. This is where that checklist that I offered at the beginning is something that will help you be able to hear some common questions or some common things you could ask or you could talk about as a way to try to help build that relationship over time. Because it doesn't, when you start off any relationship with, with, when you start off a relationship with another individual, what you're going to find is that it takes time. Just like you don't, you don't go and you find out, hey, I go start talking with somebody and automatically, hey, I've got a great relationship with that person. It's something that builds over time and takes time to be able to set up and to be Give it the proper care and feeding over time. Being consistent in how you're having these conversations with individuals and being dependable is going to be able to show why people should invest in you, why people should want to work with you. These are things that are going to be able to help you be more effective. And this is where you get to be able to showcase that work. You'll be able to say, hey, we were working on these things together. We look at what we were able to accomplish. Here's what we can recognize and say, hey, I really appreciate the way that you did some of this really, really great work. And I'd like to be able to say thank you for doing that. Whether it be, you know, I go talk to their manager, I go talk to their boss, I go talk to, you know, the the owner of the company, whatever the case might be, being able to show that appreciation and show that consistency of both how you delivered for them, but also how they delivered for you. That back and forth is going to help build that relationship over time because what you're looking for is that deepening of that relationship. And the only way that's going to happen is by consistency. And this is something that we talked about in the last podcast is if you can show consistency of both of you being generous with your time, being generous with your information, being generous of how you can actually help them be successful, 
they will not forget that. That's something that they're going to be able to look at and like, hey, I've got this problem. I know who I should go talk to. I should go talk to John or I should go talk to Betty about this because they're going to help me solve that because they helped me solve this other problem. Maybe they can help me solve this one too. Maybe they can help me go figure that out. And that's the place where you want to be able to have that conversation be the first thing that comes to mind is if they run to something, they're like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go talk to Joan because she is the one who knows exactly how to solve this problem. She'll be solve this other problem that was very, very similar. It may not be perfect, but I bet you she has great ideas about how to, how to deal with that. This is where you're trying to use the one-on-one as a tool to help you build that relationship over time because these things don't magically happen. You don't get those opportunities just by magically people are going to show up and like, hey, by the way, Joan, I want you to go take care of that for me and when they don't know you. If you build that relationship with with folks, because folks need to know you, they need to like you, and they need to trust you. These are things that they're going to need to be able to do. But until they know you, it's going to be difficult for to achieve any sort of results. There'll be times where someone says, hey, I don't have time to talk right now. I don't have time to be able to do anything. I don't have time to be able to you know, follow up. Those things are going to happen. That always does. And this is where it's up to you to try to help maintain and build that relationship over time. And sometimes it might be, hey, weekly is too often. Can we meet on a monthly basis? Monthly is too often. Can we meet on a quarterly basis? It could be, how do you do that follow-up and consistent um, check-ins in order to be able to maintain that relationship over time? This is where, as an example, I, I work with a gentleman who, he hired me my first tech job. This was like some 20, 20, 20 plus years ago. He and I still get together. He and I still get together and we talk, we still talk through topics. We go through troubleshooting. We go through and we talk about problems that we have in our in our respective jobs, but we don't work at the same companies. We don't work in the same spaces. However, the relationship we've built over time has made it possible for me to be able to have a conversation with him and he can be able to provide me some different insights. And that relationship has been built over time where before I used to work for him, then I worked with him as a peer. Now we work at different companies. I worked as a consultant with him. These are things where there's always that possibility where those relationships are built over time. And even in a, in a even when you're working in even a small company or medium-sized company, those places are small places. And this is where you have to build those relationships over time. That way you have an ability to have these conversations and say, no matter if you change roles or you change jobs, are you going to want to keep in touch with these folks and be able to say, hey, you know what? Is it possible that I will run into somebody in a, in a job where I may know them? There are people that I've worked with 10, 15, 20 years ago, and there's always a chance tomorrow where I may end up working with them again. So how do you maintain those relationships? Because you never know. And this is where it's important to be able to say, okay, well, how do you show empathy? How do you show that you're willing to reach out and be able to be available, be flexible for their needs as well? And sometimes somebody's going through a bad day, you make the time and say, hey, you, you need somebody to listen. And making that kind of time available, making it so that way you're able to have those conversations is going to be important. And this is where, again, one-on-ones is a way to be able to create a venue for that conversation to occur. And you're making yourself available to be either to listen for a person to be able to vent, to be able to help solution, to be able to just just um, let them just go ballistic if they need to, and then be available to them afterwards and say, okay, do you want help? Do you want me to listen? Do you want me to provide feedback? How do I help you? How do I, how do I help you in your time of need now? And this is where listening to that and be able to figure out, okay, which one is the right, which one is the right state for you to be in to be able to help that person where they are right this second. 
the last piece of this in terms of one-on-ones is about being both appreciative and about being respectful. This is where we, I, talk, I touched on this briefly before, but this is where everyone goes through their stuff. Everyone goes through their things. And this is where whatever you can do to try to be supportive of that individual, where they're at, is going to be important. And this is where people go through tough times at work. People go through tough times at home. People go through tough times, period. How do you show up and how do you be that person that is available to them to help solve their problem? And it might be you can't solve it per se, you know, using air quotes for the using air quotes, you can't really solve it per se, but you can try to at least be there and be supportive of them. And this is where I think uh, this is where I think empathy and being respectful of them and being there when they need you is going to be an important aspect of how you can build relationships in one-on-ones. As a final note here, we'll just go ahead and wrap up this podcast here. Again, if you want to get a quick download for yourself and go to thepracticingleader.com slash easier one-on-ones, go ahead and download the checklist, make it available for yourself. Go ahead and use it whichever way you want to use it as a way to be able to help have better conversations with your colleagues. Again, look forward to uh, hearing from you folks. Go ahead and drop a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Drop me a review if you think you've got some ideas about things you'd like to hear about. Love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much and talk to you next week.